Hello, everyone. You are very welcome back to a brand new episode of Marketing in the Mornings with myself, Susan Scott Lennon. I hope you are all doing very, very well. And as usual, we have a new week and, of course, a new topic to discuss. So uh, this week, we're going to talk kind of about something that's a bit more timely, shall we say, seasonal, uh, which is, you know, reviewing your family packages for Easter and then early summer. Might seem a bit premature, but it's actually not in terms of people searching for those dates and wanting to kind of plan out their breaks over the coming months. So it is still generally a little slow for Easter, like compared to, say, a regular year. But now that we're past the midterm break, we do envision seeing an increase in pace over kind of, you know, the coming days and weeks. So being that family is the obvious core market to target for Easter, now is the time to kind of be checking, you know, your your website's family content. And then especially with summer approaching, which is also kind of a big family time, um, it's more important than ever. So in terms of Easter campaigns for families, it is worthwhile running a dedicated family campaign on Google and Facebook if your marketing budget allows for it, obviously. The targeting options are excellent for this market to make sure that your offers are seen by the correct audience. Now, you will need to obviously be more creative than ever with your family packages this year as competition is expected to be really strong. Uh, So you do need to kind of think about, well, how can I stand out? Is it the design of my images? Is it my copy? Is it my landing page? Whatever it is. Well, actually, it's all three uh, need to be strong. Generally, the configuration of family packages, as well as the image used to advertise them with, is often heavily centered on, I don't want to say your standard family unit, but a typical family unit of, you know, mom, dad, and two children under the age of 12. So we actually surveyed, or we evaluated um, responses from exit intent surveys across all of our client base. And we actually discovered that this setup can actually discourage potential guests from booking because a lot of the times they're unable to identify something that works for their family. Like they don't feel represented per se. So with that in mind, probably the biggest thing to take from this podcast and the biggest thing to consider when thinking about, you know, your family packages for Easter and early summer is how do you make them more appealing to your potential customers? So make your family packages available to single parents with children in non-standard family configurations. So do things like, you know, obviously single parents, you might have two adults, one child under the age of 12 and one child over the age of 12. Um, you might have a really big family. You might have a only child. You need to kind of encompass across all of the different breakdowns. Also do consider, because like a lot of the times with clients, we kind of get, well, you know what, I'm not necessarily a family hotel per se, so we don't tend to run family campaigns, but consider packages for families with teenagers because that's a huge market as well. You know, yes, you might not have, you know, the kids club, the leisure club, the pool, all those things that would be very appealing to a a family with young children. But, you know, you might be in a city location, you might have afternoon tea, you might have a spa, things that might appeal to, um, you know, a family with older teenagers. So worth looking into that as well and thinking, okay, actually, could I appeal to that market instead of the younger children? Uh, Use imagery that this is so important, actually. And you know what? This goes for all of your campaigns, not just family. But in this case, to to apply it to family, uh, use imagery that includes and represents all of your consumers. So, you know, 
different races, LGBTQ plus parents, single parents, the more inclusive you are, the more people you're appealing to. So it's so important. And then lastly, include information on how to book for families with more than two adults and two children. So as I said before, kind of think about those bigger families and how would you accommodate them? Do you have interconnecting rooms that, you know, would accommodate, say, a family of five or more, for example? Again, it's so rare to see, you know, a marketing campaign built around appealing to a big family. So Mm -hmm. I think if if you were in a big family and you saw that, you're going to jump at it. So do think about that as well. Uh, But that's just a few kind of tips for, as I said, Easter and then early summer, which are both coming down the track. Do start thinking about your website content and and then obviously your your marketing campaigns alongside that if you haven't already. And as always, if you do have any questions on your individual property, do reach out to your account contact and we'd be happy to help you with them. That is it for this week's podcast. As always, I will be back next week with a brand new episode. In the meantime, do subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform it is that you listen to us on. And be sure to follow us on LinkedIn to keep up to date with podcast releases and upcoming webinars, so on and so forth. Until next week, stay safe and I will talk to you all then. Bye for now.